A new Gallup poll reveals that 57% of Americans think the government should ensure health care for all, but Americans differ on how to get there. 53% favor a health system based on private insurance, while 43% a government-run one. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ruth Reader. The Department of Justice has launched a criminal investigation into contamination at infant formula maker Abbott's Sturgis, Michigan plant. Last year, the company recalled formula, shut down the facility, and triggered massive shortages. Abbott said it's cooperating with authorities. On Thursday, an FDA advisory committee will vote on whether the COVID-19 vaccine series should include the new bivalent shots that target variants that were dominant last fall. The committee will also discuss how manufacturers should generate future COVID-19 boosters and whether the primary vaccine series for healthy adults can be reduced to a single shot instead of multiple. And here's a riddle. What do bagels, Aston Martins, and gold bars have in common? That would be Jeff Zients, President Biden's incoming chief of staff, who drives an Aston Martin, owns gold bars, and was an original investor in D.C.'s well-known Call Your Mother bagel shop. He was also the White House's COVID czar. I asked White House reporter Adam Cancrin to come on to tell me about Zients. Yeah, so this is so Jeff Zients has been around the Biden orbit and the Obama orbit going back to the Obama administration uh, for a while. He was in during the Obama administration, a top economic aide. He ran OMB for a while. And then when Biden started running for president, he was initially an advisor and then got the job as the covid response coordinator. And at the time, you know, when when Biden came into office, that was just the top priority, the highest profile job, really, because if you remember, we had about 3,000 people dying from COVID a day. We were in the midst of this massive surge. And the one thing that Biden had pledged to do when he ran for office was get the pandemic under control. And so he turned to Jeff Zients to do that, to spin up this cross-government, all-of-government response that would need to get vaccines out, that would need to get treatments out, and basically try to rein in uh, a virus that at that time had really, really disrupted our lives for for more than a year. And can you tell us a little bit about how he handled that job and what his approach was? So Zients had no public health experience. He was not an epidemiologist. Uh, He had no background fighting pandemics. But what the Biden team did was model his role after the role that actually Ron Klain, the outgoing chief of staff, played during the 2014 uh, Ebola response. And the idea was find somebody who's really great at management, who's really great at working the levers of government, getting people to you know move together toward a common goal, somebody who can keep a lot of balls in the air and really make sure that things run smoothly. And, and that's Jeff Science. He's a longtime management consultant, did a lot in the private sector, really kind of gained this reputation as a guy who could come in fix things very quickly, get everybody moving in the same direction. And that was his role on the COVID team was to say, okay, let's find the people who really know we're talking about, whether it's public health, epidemiology, social science, economists, bring them all together and build out this this really kind of sprawling plan for getting the pandemic under control and then charting a course out of that era. And what is the perspective on how he did Well, a lot of it depends on who you ask. So at least initially, it was a very successful campaign. If you remember when Biden first took office, 
vaccines had only just started rolling out. Again, we were in this massive surge of cases. And over the next five months or so, what science did was put together this massive plan to deliver you know, hundreds of millions of vaccines, the biggest mobilization, uh, federal mobilization, probably since World War II. He helped accelerate the development of treatments, got tests out there, really kind of gave us this blueprint for how we get through a pandemic, how we protect ourselves. And for about six months, six, seven months, that went great. If you remember, there was a brief period of bliss when everybody thought you could just get the vaccine and then the pandemic was over. Biden held this July 4th celebration of, of freedom from COVID. And then a few months later, we got a new variant, the Delta variant, and we're plunged kind of right back into crisis. And that was a major setback, one that uh, Zions and his team, I think, got a, a little overconfident and didn't see really coming. And so now if there's a strain of criticism to the job that he did, it's that, you know, one, obviously did not really bring the pandemic under a ton of control. We still have thousands of cases a day, still have thousands of people dying per week. And secondly, there was a feeling that at critical junctures, the team kind of felt like they maybe too much like they had it in hand. So that point when the Delta variant rose, also later that winter, if you remember, that was our first experience with Omicron and the country really got shorthanded not having enough tests out there. And that was another kind of major crisis point. So overall, really gained Biden's trust. Folks in the White House felt like he did a very good job, but obviously we are still kind of dealing with uh, all of these kind of pandemic issues that have persisted. And so given sort of everything that he's done and also his relationship with Biden, I'm curious, you know, do we have a little bit of insight about what's what specifically got him this job or why? What was it about his past or maybe what attributes really speak to this new role? I mean, if you think about it, the chief of staff job is very much the same demand for skills as COVID response coordinator. So you don't have to be a policy expert, but you have to really, one, be able to manage a whole bunch of things across a very large government, right? And two, be able to manage, you know, commanding the respect of the people that work for you. And at the same time, you know, making sure you're putting the best people in the right positions to handle stuff that comes out on their specific issues. So whether it's healthcare or the economy or education, you have to be the kind of the person who steps back, oversees it all, and just kind of makes sure that the government writ large runs smoothly. And again, this is kind of what Jeff Science has done his entire career. He's done it in the private sector. He's now done it for the federal government. Our expectation is that Zions will focus a lot on, again, that day-to-day -day management. And there, and there will be kind of separate folks who focus more on the political side of setting up what's likely to be Biden's reelection campaign and focusing on that end. So you're seeing a little bit likely of a, of a bifurcation of duties inside that inner circle. Do you get the sense that Zions will be very similar to Ron Klain and how he has managed the administration? Or do you think there will be any kind of departure? Uh, Zions in much the same way as Ron Klain is just seems perpetually on. You know, we've talked to folks who say, you know, a lot of people talk about sending emails at 5 a.m. Zions is actually somebody who really does that. He's up at all hours. Where they differ is that Ron Klain has uh, really been among the kind of chief public defenders uh, and advocates for what the administration is doing. You know, he's tweeting dozens of times a day. Uh, he really has that kind of public presence that Zions really never has. Uh, Zients has a Twitter account. He's never tweeted. And even when he was running the COVID response, it was a very low pro profile thing. You know, people know Anthony Fauci, 
uh, Rochelle Walensky, people who became kind of household names as the face of the COVID response. Jeff Zients, even though he was the one making all of the major decisions, never had that kind of public-facing role. And so I would expect him to play a, a little bit of a lower-key presence in terms of, you know, public-facing stuff than, than Ron Klain did. And I think that will be kind of a key, key difference here in how they run the White House. Well, thank you so much for joining me and for providing that insight into Jeff Zients. It'll be really interesting to see how he leads the administration. Absolutely. We'll be keeping a close eye on it. Thanks for having me. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Annie Reese is our producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of Audio at Politico. I'm Ruth Reader. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening. <laughs>